Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Evening Jones. Uh, for those of you who did not watch last week, uh, no big deal if you did not. I'm not going to shame you for such a thing. Um, but I don't wear glasses. These are like the blue light blocking joints because I spend a whole lot of time now looking at screens and doing zooms and shit and like all that kind of stuff. So I figured I'd let you know that. Surprisingly fashionable to be uh, $17.99 off the Amazon. Although as I sit here and I do this podcast and, you know, well, those of you who are listening do not, you know, there's a visual. You can check us out live where we record it in case you're curious. Um, but I'm looking at myself right now and I don't know if there was ever a point that I imagined myself to be the dude with all this hair and some glasses. And then I actually stopped and thought about it for a second and I was like, no, I have been the guy with all this hair and the glasses. And that was like in the year 1999 or somewhere around there. But the glasses was fake. Like, I don't know if y'all out here doing this right now, but like we as a people had a bit of an era there in the late 90s and the 2000s where we was out here wearing glasses that didn't have no prescriptions in them. Like, cats that didn't wear glasses was out here just wearing glasses. And I have to admit, I look back on that time with a certain measure of shame like, I don't feel like that was me at my best, you know? Like, you can clown that. It's cool. Like, you, you clown our big-ass clothes and everything else. We gave y'all a lot to clown from that time, but you could really clown me. Like, like, the glasses, yeah, I was going a little bit too far. Really was. I think they liked it, though. You know, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I don't know, because that was definitely a point in my life where there was a lot of things that I was willing to do just because they liked it. Before somebody, well, I think I figured it out by now, but my homeboy said that he had an uncle who gives maybe the best advice of all time, which is I'm going to edit it. Don't do nothing because these women like it. Because you know what women like? Everything. And that's real. Like a man with a good job. Like a man that worked with his hands. Like a man in uniform. Like a man wearing nothing but an undershirt. Uh, we can do these examples over, uh, up and down, all the way. They like all kinds of stuff. There's even some of them out here who specifically like ugly dudes. I have met a couple of them myself. Specifically like ugly dudes. I'm trying to give some of y'all some help. You know, I ain't talking about me, I'm talking about these other cats. Anyway, let us move on to your questions. <laughs> Do you closely pay attention to the news in Israel slash Palestine? No, I do not closely pay attention to the news in Israel and Palestine. Um, kind of like I don't like really closely follow police shootings like that anymore. My views in the macro are pretty established and there's not a lot of individual uh, circumstances that are going to change that. And I don't really live a life that involves me needing to be prepared for like conversations with people about Israel and uh, Palestine. Uh, so no, I do not follow closely. I have followed, I got the general idea of what's going on right now. And I saw somebody had written a column um, that made the point that we should be able to have a conversation when the government of Israel 
does something wrong. And obviously, I agree with that point. And when that day comes, you let me know. Because that day, it ain't here. I do not talk about this issue in public ever. And you know why I don't talk about this issue in public ever? Because I don't know the terrain well enough. This is my test on such matters. Okay? I can't answer but so many follow-up questions about this. And if you can't handle a follow-up question, you should probably chill out. You should probably let it go. There are lots of people out here that are capable of handling follow-up questions on this matter. And you know what? They be shutting the fuck up too. That's right. They do. You know? So you're welcome to uh, have your discussion about Israel and Palestine. And in fact, if you see me outside on the street, maybe we can chat about it. Not today. Not here. No, sir. Not me. Nah, 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 nah. Subscribe to a newspaper, though. American Need Journalism. Appreciate the question. Let me see what else we got here. Is J. Cole outdoing Nas as a boring but outstanding rapper? Hmm. That's an interesting way of putting that. Um, I don't think Nas is a boring rapper. I have certainly had my criticisms of Nas. But I've never found him to be boring. Like, I think he can try to do a whole bunch of stuff that he'd probably be better off not doing. But boring is not the term I would use to describe him. I thought that the comparison that we made between Nas and J. Cole was about their poor taste in beats. I, I, I didn't know we had an argument out here about Nas being boring. I see Bijan in the chat talking about Nas' lyrics over Nas' delivery. Yeah, but that's only because Nas's lyrics are like Pantheon-level stuff when they're at their best. I don't think of his delivery as anything other than exceptional. Like, Nas is, like, Nas is incredible. Like, J. Cole is not incredible. J. Cole can rap, don't get me wrong. And like that freestyle that he got out, the Steel Tipper freestyle, he can do that and Nas can't. Like, that's the, the thing that becomes frustrating about J. Cole is when you see J. Cole when he's on 10, and you're like, yo, this could be like the number one dude in the game. Like, when he's rolling, he's really, 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 really good. Now, I think he can also have the same thing as Nas to try to bite off a little bit more uh, than he can chew in terms of subject matter, and right, trying to be a little deeper than he actually is. Um, but... Yeah, no, nah, we ain't about to be out here talking about Nas. No, I, I, don't, I don't see Nas as boring. He definitely fits, like, a particular archetype and aesthetic. Like, Nas ain't going to have you shaking your ass at the club kind of stuff. Like, Nas is not funny, those sorts of things. But as boring? Nah, nah, man, I don't see it.
All right, appreciate the question. Let me see what else we got here. Somebody asked me what made you finally decide to change the thumbnail on the right time. As if I make those kinds of decisions. Like, I don't, I don't like, I, it's not like changing your Twitter avatar. It's whole new artwork that was sent off to all these different people. Like, who decided? Dude, this is just what you do. It's a job. Wow, this is not a great day for questions, but I'll answer this. What was your why quit football moment with economics? When I flunked out of school. Yeah, yeah. It's not really a why I quit football story. It's more like a why football quit me. It worked out all right, though. You ignoring the government saying there's firm evidence of UFOs and aliens also. Here's my question. So let's just say that there are UFOs. Let's just say that there are aliens. So what? I'm just curious. So what? Like, did they give us firm alien, I mean, evidence that the aliens look like people and have been walking amongst us? In which case, like, now we're talking about something different, right? Did they tell us that? Because if not, like... I myself really don't care if it's aliens or if it's UFOs. But see, that's because I never went to church. Like, it in the Bible in the beginning, God created the earth and the heavens. But he didn't see, it, it, it isn't that the, the real the implication like that we get from the Bible, the idea that it's basically just us and it ain't nobody else out there? Let me know if I have that wrong if you're in the chat room. Let me know. Because I feel like, you know, like I say, I don't really go to church. But I've always gotten the feeling that a certain element of creationism is the idea that, like, we got all the life going on here. You know? And, uh, yeah, maybe then I would care. Right? If I just found out my whole concept of the universe just got thrown off, maybe then I would care. I don't know. I don't know. I will say this, though. If it is aliens and they living on other planets, I would be curious to know how they make it. Like, I know enough about the other planets. The ones, like, I know it ain't really east and west, but I'm just thinking about the charts, you know, like the, in elementary school when they put them up all the way on the wall. I know that them joints to the right is hot as hell. I know that them ones to the left, not only are they cold, but after you get past Mars, they're not even, like, ain't no terra firma. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you get to the left, they made out of, they made out of gases. Pluto ain't even no planet no more. It wasn't made out of gas, but it ain't even no planet no more. But Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, Uranus, like the aliens just floating. See, that's the thing. That's how we're going to know the aliens right there, man. They ain't going to be walking on the ground. I'll tell you this about the aliens, and I don't know if they know this, but they about to find out. Uh, we're going to find out if they bulletproof. 
Let the aliens land in Texas and they will find out. They are prepared for this very situation. They've been prepared to smoke aliens. Nope, not going to say that next part. Would have been really funny though. Anyway, let us move on to your questions. Well, that's it. Like we just started. Can you tell I'm tired? If it wasn't for you jumping grades and where your birthday fell on the calendar, you think you could have gone further in your athletic career? Sir, do you see these arms? Like, do you see what this is? Does this look like an athletic career? Like, I'm just saying, it don't look like no athletic career to me. It's probably not going to be a thing that could happen. I probably could have played, like, some high school basketball. You know what I'm saying? I could probably play a lot more high school basketball now than I did back in the day. Now that, you know, basketball's gone a little softer. Like, I'm not saying that as a judgment of you youngsters. It's just a completely different game where toughness is not a relevant variable anymore. But, like, in this day and age, being light in the ass, I don't even think it really mattered that much. I could have got out there. Basically, things happened in high school or something like that, I think. All right, appreciate the question. Let's go to this next one. So the CDC basically just like, fuck it, right? Yeah, that, that's... So this is the thing for me about the CDC in the last year. And I don't think this has really been discussed enough in the public sphere, and I could be mistaken, but the last year has exposed to us how easily manipulated the CDC can be to political situations, right? Like, it felt very obvious that the CDC was being manipulated by the presidency in 2020 as we were trying to figure out what to do with this pandemic. And so not casting aspersions on anybody or saying anybody did anything, but knowing what we know about people not getting vaccinated and knowing what we know about what the end result will actually be from telling people if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask, even though when you think about it, the people who are vaccinated are probably more likely to still be wearing a mask, right? But they have to know that saying such a thing is going to result in a lot of irresponsible behavior and ultimately make it difficult for business owners, people who run various institutions or whatever, to be able to do something to try to help us out in this case. But my read on things is this and if you know you you can disagree i'm not stating this as being fact i'm just telling you that this is my read my read is that they expected this vaccine to move like hotcakes why would they not expect this vaccine to move like hotcakes they expected this vaccine to move like hotcakes and then once the vaccine moved like hotcakes and we reached over a certain level, then we could just get back out here and get to living life. Except you dumbasses don't want the vaccine. I understand it's not all of you, but I am very confident that somebody who was listening to this right now is a dumbass who doesn't want the vaccine. Right? Like, you can go right now and you can walk in at basically any pharmacy and you can go get it. You can get it at the grocery store in a lot of cases. Ain't nothing stopping people from getting the vaccine now. Nothing at all. And a lot of y'all dumbasses still ain't out here getting this vaccine. Okay. But the expectation was he's going to go out here, he's going to hit these streets, he's going to get this vaccine, everybody's going to get it, life go back to normal. 
and then people didn't do that. And then you go look up at what the numbers are. I can't remember exactly where they are right now, but they're disappointing in terms of vaccination rates across demographics. All right. So now what you got is a whole lot of people who went and got vaccinated, but can't really act like it because not enough people have gotten on board. So you got angry people wondering if they got vaccinated for no damn reason. They know they they know better than that, but you know what I'm saying. But you got those people, they want to get back out to life. And so you got to try to tell them something to make them feel good about the fact that they went out here and did it. And so we start seeing these things, you know, loosen up a little bit, right? Like that's what we see. All right, cool. But they got to get people back in these streets and getting this money for everybody and everything else. And like, even if I weren't, to, if I were not to view it like totally cynically and through the like context of money, man, like people just got to. It's been a long year and change. Like, I think that people kind of got to get out here. I think it's taking a great toll on a lot of people's mental health. Like, I really feel bad for people who are the parents of teenagers because it's been really, really hard on them and a lot of depression and stuff like that. That's, you know, coming around with it, like all of that stuff, you know, like all of that is going on. And so I think that it is an imperative for this administration to try to get life back to quote unquote normal. But what they expected to allow them to do that just hasn't happened. And they can't tell people that they just locked down forever. I'm just frustrated about mask stuff. Like, it's not really a terrible inconvenience to wear a mask. I just, I, I just don't find it to be hard. And look, if you are vaccinated, and I think I probably am inclined to do this, if you are vaccinated and you want to walk around outside without a mask, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I think that makes sense. That, that seems okay. But when you're going indoors, just put a fucking mask on, man. It's not that hard. It's not costing you anything. Like, I just can't. I just can't believe that the mask became such a divisive issue with people when all it's doing is helping. That's it. Appreciate the question. Let me see what else we got here. What do you think about those folks who want to be the first civilians in Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos' spaceships? Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all let me know, because I really don't be paying that much attention to these cats. Don't Elon Musk stay shooting these rockets off that don't work? Like, ain't he also Kim Jong, uh, is it Kim Jong-un? Is that the one we're on now? Like, ain't, he, ain't, ain't his rockets kind of like that? Or they be taking off and blowing up. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't know how directly connected this is to what we're talking about right now. But, um, oh, yeah. Y'all see Domino. First of all, is there anything more ironic than the idea that Domino's Pizza is trying to be so about the future that they got, like, I don't even know what they call, but like the little—they're not drones, but you know what I mean. They got the 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 automatic joints that's supposed to come deliver your pizza to you. They so futuristic that they got that. But what do they use in the commercials to sell the idea of these things? The Noid. They took it back to 1985, and they trying to take us to the Jetsons all at one time, right? That's what they're doing. Anyway, here's my skepticism 
about dominoes and they little they little R2D2s that's supposed to be bringing a pizza to you. All right. I feel like anything that is driverless, it has to be the highest quality. There can be no expense you spare in creating an unmanned motor vehicle. Right? We all agree. I, I think you understand where I'm coming from. Like we're rolling the dice on a whole lot of stuff. We need to make sure we get this absolutely 100% right. It has got to be the best of the best. When has that ever been Domino's Pizza? I'm not saying anything insulting about Domino's Pizza. I haven't had any in quite a while. I don't remember it being the best of the best. Don't remember their ingredients being the freshest. And that's with the stuff that they actually sell. Feel like a matter of time for one of the thing blow up out here. Yeah, somebody, uh, Carlos made his point in the chat and he's correct. I almost forgot about this. Um, isn't Tesla, that's Elon Musk, right? Like isn't Tesla out here having problems with these driverless cars that really need drivers? Y'all seen that? But you're going to go to space with him. You must be high. Appreciate the question. Let me see what else we got here. Somebody put a question in here. 42% of Americans can't name a prominent Asian American. Is this number too high, low, or right on? What does that mean? Is this number too high, low, or right on? All right, let me go through these questions. I'm trying, folks. I'm trying. Are you here for a Bow Wow and Lil Romeo versus? I need you to look at the screen right fast. Hold on. Let me tell the people that I'm answering this. Because I kind of want people to see how I'm going to handle um, this question. Okay. So, my man is asking me, would I be here for a Lil Romeo and Bow Wow versus? Okay. I want to give you a couple of pieces of relevant information that should help you answer this question. Number one, my birthday is August 26, 1980. I will turn 41 in August. Number two, you see this? See this right here? Okay, you see that? See that? It's Adam's apple. It's prominent. You hear that? Hear that bass in my voice? Do I need to show you anything else to make the point? Do I? 
Why in the world would I be here for a Bow Wow and a Lil Romeo versus? You ever see who was running to the stage on 106 in Park when them cats was on there? Guess who it wasn't? Me, nor any of my homies. Okay? And that wasn't no situation like a Teddy Pendergrass concert where I might have wanted to go, but we wasn't allowed to be in there. No, no, no. That's not what it is at all. They ain't want us there. I wouldn't want to be there. And even if Bow Wow hit the scene when he was like, what, like, tw- what the, the, uh, was the what's my name joint? I can't remember the name of it. It came out in the summer of 2000. It was kind of jamming. I ain't gonna lie. All right. He was like 12 years old. I'm about to turn 20. You think I'm about to, you think I'm about to listen to three hours of Bow Wow and Lil Romeo? I don't even know what Lil Romeo do right now. By the way, Shout out to Lil Romeo. Because something I don't think that we talk enough about. Somehow, some way, he avoided what I have noticed to be a really, really, really like questionable, um, questionable like parental strategy from uh, Master P. As I recall, Master P got a child named Hersey because his name is Percy. So we got a child named Hersey, and he got a child named Versi, right? And somehow, Romeo got to be Romeo. I mean, that's a whole lot better than Versi. A lot better than Versi. Just a thought. You know, damn well you'd rather be Romeo than Versi. I said, I live in Oklahoma. Can you tell us what hotel you stayed in in Oklahoma City and why you'll never stay there again? I don't remember what hotel it was. I just know it was by the airport. And I will never stay there again because unlike my mama, I am rich and not cheap. That's why I would never stay there again. No disrespect. It's just not a hotel. It's like an airport hotel unbecoming of my standards. My mama was willing to tough it out over those things. I am not. But she decided she was paying, so we was just going to tough it out. Next time, I'll pay. We can all stay where I stay. I'll pay for all y'all. Scratchy-ass sheets. All right, guys. I'm giving it one more scroll. With festivals starting to release lineups, is there any you would attend in 2021? Not a damn one. I will not be concerting in 2021. Maybe 2022. I will not be concerting in 2021. It'll be all right. I ain't really seen no bill that I actually wanted to check out anyway. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't. Man, this ain't that press. I got a busy summer anyway. I'm just not that press. All right, let me see what I can do for y'all. Let me see what I can do for y'all. What video game is the best barometer for you're old if you played this game? No video game is a barometer for that because if you played video games, you were not old. I can only assume that you're like 19 or 20 and therefore you think that somebody 35 is old. Asking some shit like that. What, do you think I was, what answer do you think I'm going to give you? The answer is Pong. If you want an answer. The answer is Pong.
Is the absence of growing up in church a factor in folks actually being able to sing? No. The absence of people growing up in church is a factor in people not being able to play instruments. And I don't think it's about being able to sing as much as like, it's just wild. There's not a whole lot of space for like young people in popular music to build a young bass by like being really good at singing. Like y'all just don't value, like people just don't value that shit. It's the wildest thing in the world. Like, and, and, this, and this raises a question. I'm just curious about this. What y'all do at talent shows if don't nobody really be out here singing no more? Anybody? Like I said, I get to the radio, whatever, and like, you know, people making music, but ain't nobody really singing like my man talking about, right? So what y'all be doing at talent shows? Because last time, hey, I could be wrong, and I don't know, maybe the youngsters just don't appreciate anything. I have no idea. I know I sound old by saying that, but you're going to feel where I'm coming from when I say this, though. Um, like, Lyle Lovett married Julia Roberts. Did y'all know that? I imagine that some of y'all don't know who Lyle Lovett is. But Lyle Lovett married Julia Roberts. And you know why that was possible? Because Lyle Lovett can sing. Ain't nothing getting out of clothes like being able to sing. Nothing. Nothing. You would think that that alone would be enough to keep singing like long and strong in the tradition. One would think. Apparently not. Like, I feel like there's room for somebody to make a hard turn and just come out here. And I don't know if you can get on the radio or get a play, whatever it is. But just come out here just straight up shanging your ass off. The world is your oyster. I mean, I, I, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Like, here's the difference between being able to sing, being able to rap as it relates to, like, women, right? Like, a woman might see you on stage rapping and, like, you know, MC means move the crowd and doing all that. And she might be down for it, right? But you just over there in the corner by yourself practicing your raps. That probably, I mean, that's some is going to bring over there. Some. I got news for you. Her name might be like Caitlin. Anyway, like she might come over there. You stand over there in the corner just singing by yourself and you can really sing. Somebody coming home with you from wherever you are. Somebody coming with you. Again, I would think that that would get singing right back out here in these streets. Just for that. Because I'm going to tell you right now, boy. If I could sing, I would be a motherfucking problem. Problem. Like, I think about if I could sing the way I'd be like, boy, like, catch me out of hooping. Boy, I tell you, boy, if I was 6'9", <laughs> except I'm not saying, like, if I could sing, I would not be saying if I was 6'9". Right? It would be like me saying, boy, if I was 6'9", to go with these handles and this three-point shot, boy, if, First of all, if I can sing, I'm like, I'd be doing this podcast. I'd be somewhere singing right now. I'd be on Twitch, wherever it was, singing right now. Please believe that. Once again, Julia Roberts, Mary Lyle Lovett. I'll take it another step for you. All right, so I want to be like trying to figure out the way to do this. I want to make a general macro level point, and then I will say something specific about somebody else, all right? This is something, like, you want to talk about the world becoming a much different place, and I'm not saying that this has happened for the better or for the worse. I'm just telling you that the world has become a different place, right? Something that we don't do anymore 
is just talk about how ugly people are. Yeah, somebody get out here and they talking bad about how somebody look and they don't look good themselves. Somebody might say something about it. But back when I was a kid, we just talked about like people being ugly, like had running lists of ugly people. The ugliest dudes in the NBA. Cats would come right. I could rattle off my 1993 Hot 100 list or whatever right then. We used to talk all the time about some people being ugly. And to be fair, you got to understand, we used to let ugly people get out here in like public spaces and be stars and the likes. It would happen. And I know that somebody's out here being like, just because you think somebody's ugly doesn't mean they ugly. No, no, no. I'm talking about ugly people. Right. I'm talking about like that undeniable, like if you into it, it's because you got a thing. But I mean, look, man, some people just out here ugly. Some people we, we somehow we are willing to acknowledge some people as good looking and don't feel like we need to qualify that. But when you call somebody ugly, all of a sudden it become beauty in the eye of the behold or anything else. Anyway, either way it goes. Back in the day, everybody had a running list of ugly dudes and ugly women. Everybody had them. All right. We don't really do that no more. OK. Now, I am not going to call this next person ugly because we don't do this anymore, but I will say that a perennial number one contender on the year-end ugly poll every year, like the Florida State football of this, the North Carolina basketball, was a gentleman named Shaba Ranks. I know that some of you youngsters have probably never heard of Shaba Ranks. Shaba had some jams. Um, one jam that Shaba had was called Mr. Loverman, which was famously redone in an In Living Color sketch called Mr. Ugly Man. Yes, that was Shaba Ranks. Anyway, everybody all across the world, it had just been universally accepted, right or wrong, that Shaba Ranks was Mr. Ugly Man. That was just what it was. But I'll never forget the first time I heard somebody say, Shaba's sexy. And I was like, what? Yeah, Shaba's sexy. I had no idea. I had no idea. I don't even remember right now how I got to talking about Shaba ranks. But seems like a perfect way to wrap this whole thing up in line with something that I had told y'all before. All right. And you know what that was. Don't do nothing because women like it because women like everything, including Shaba Ranks. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on The Evening Jones. We're doing this thing about every other week these days. My man Lance Gilliam handles everything behind the scenes. Thank you, sir. Remember, if you cannot watch The Evening Jones live, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. All right. Talk to you guys a little later. Take it easy. Champion Lava. The Evening Jones is an old soul production. Creative direction and design is provided by Kareem Gilliam for Oh My's Creative Design.